Hey ladies, welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex, where we talk about the daily struggles and the daily things that we go through as women. And I'm so glad that you stopped in. I just want to um, say that the new year is going great so far, and I hope that it is with you as well. And we're just going to hop right in and so or dive. I usually say dive, but you know, it's a new year, so hop right in. <laughs> We are going, or I'm going to talk about the parable of the talents. And before I get into that, what, if you don't know what that story is about, it basically has to do with, are we being faithful with the little that we've been given so that we can have more? Or are we just not being a good steward of what God has put in front of us? And I want to really talk about that topic now because as we're paving out and walking out a new year with a fresh new slate and a new start, it's great to think about this because we should be faithful with everything that comes our way and be a good steward with what we do have. And so many times we talk about how one day when I have this amount of money, I'm going to be able to do this. Or one day when I have this and one day when I have this, I'm going to be able to do this. And it's like, but are you doing those things now? in the day-to-day -day life. Because if you're not doing those things now with the little things, you're not going to be able to do that with the, the bigger things that come your way. And so if God can't trust you to be a good steward of what's in front of you now, he's not going to trust you with the big. So you're not going to have more or an increase. And the specific word that God gave me this year was a, a year of increase. And so if I want to see increase in my life, it's going to require me to do and work out some things on my end. And it's not just going to happen if I just sit there. And so I really just wanted to talk about this because I think that it's something that we don't talk about a lot when we should, and we should be able to evaluate and say, okay, I'm not faithful. I complain too much. Or when I do have something in front of me, I don't want to put in the work because it's hard and it's a lot of work. And if we're saying those things, then we're going to be saying those things as things increase in our life because I've learned over time that with age, as I get older, but also as I do get promoted in things, there's more responsibility. And I'm like, man, I didn't realize that there was more responsibility when I was asking for this specific thing. Like one thing that comes to mind is I've always wanted to be busy. Like I would sit there and buy planners and I could never fill up that planner because I wasn't busy enough. <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. I wasn't busy enough. And so I'm like, I would be faithful with that planner for like the first two months. And then I would veer away slow by slow because eventually I'm like, I don't have anything to fill it in. I guess I'm not out there and doing a lot of things like I want to, but now I'm in a season where I'm so, so busy that I really can't even keep up. And I don't even have a planner to write it down. I have a calendar at home, but I'm like, now is the time to actually go get that planner because I'm going to actually be able to fill it up with the busyness of life. And now that I'm in this season, I have more responsibility. And I'm not saying that I don't want it because I there was a time and a place where I asked for it. But in the season where I didn't have as much going on, I didn't realize that there was going to be as much responsibility and as much pull from me. And so I just wanted to throw that out there as well as when you do increase or grow in life, there's more responsibility on your plate. When you do have more money, there's more responsibility with that because people think that when you have more money that it just 
buys all of your problems or just all your problems go away. And that's not the truth. With more money comes more responsibility. And as you grow into a leader or of different things in your life, there's more responsibility as there's people under you. So even as a parent, there's more responsibility. Every As you go from level to level, there's just more and more and so we have to be faithful for what's in front of us so that when we do get to that increased place or the more, we're able to keep up with it and not fall off because we weren't ready for or stewarding what we have in front of us now. So I'm going to read. This is a really long story. Well, at least it looks like it in words, but <laughs> I'm going to read it and just kind of like talk about it as I go. But the parable of the talents is in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And this has seems to be the vein because I keep hearing people talk about it, but God showed me this last week and it just popped in my spirit. And I'm like, man, now is the time to be faithful with the little so that you can increase and, and bring more. And so it says, again, heaven's kingdom is like a wealthy man who went on a long journey and summoned all his trusted servants and assigned his financial management over to them. Before he left on his journey, he entrusted a bag of 5,000 gold coins to one of his servants, to another, a bag of 2,000 gold coins, and to the third, a bag of 1,000 gold coins, each according to his ability to manage. When I saw that, I'm like, okay, so basically, each, when he said each according to his ability to manage, that means that basically each to how much they were able to handle, the responsibility they were able to handle, so the grace that was on their life. And not only does this pertain to finances, but it also pertains to what God's given us as gifts and talents and things in our life. And so we all have a measure and a grace that we have for a specific thing. And if you don't know what that is, you'll know by stepping out in an area and knowing if you have a grace to do that. And if you don't, then you know, wow, that's not my measure and that's not my portion. Or I have a very little grace and measure and portion in that thing, but I have more in this other area. And so it's just trial and error and really discovering that. But when I saw that, that's what came to mind was like, okay, so each and every one of us, we have a grace and a measure for a specific thing that God has given us to do. And so what are we doing with it? So moving on, the... One entrusted with 5,000 gold coins, which I'm trying to like, I don't really know the correlation between the money back then and now, but that sounds like that was a good bag of money. Like that was a, a good stack. Entrusted with 5,000 gold coins immediately went out and traded with the money and he doubled his investment. And you hear people like that, like anything that they put their hand to, it seems like they're able to prosper. Like those uh, entrepreneurial type people, or there's always somebody in your life where you're like, man, they just go step out and start something. And they're able to just, the blessings just follow. And you don't know what goes on behind that. Like you don't know their heart and their heart. It's probably that they're able to just freely give. So now they're able to freely receive because God can trust them with that. So that's what this guy did. He was like, okay, I can't wait to get that money so I can go invest it and double it. Which trading is a whole nother ball game and field. I actually love it and it's fun. And that's besides the point, but that's what that reminded me of. So he went out and traded the money and doubled his investment. In the same way, the one who was entrusted with 2,000 gold coins traded with the sum and likewise doubled this investment. So the second dude didn't have as much, but he did the same thing. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go trade this so that I can increase this money and basically have it benefit my life and whatever I'm supposed to do with this 
money that came my way. And that's the right mindset. And a lot of times when I first started out with trading, I haven't done it in a while because I gave birth around the time that I was like really involved in it and it was just taking too much time. But when I did, a lot of people was like, why would you do that? Why would you risk your money? Why would you um, be able to just play with your money like that? And I'm like, no, my mindset was more like, I want to learn how to do this so I could pass this on to my kids so that they know what to do and how to invest money in the future and not just hoard it and keep it to themselves. Because I, and I talked about this in another episode, I think probably like two or three episodes ago, I talked about poverty mindset and prosperity mindset and how I would hoard money and basically just save and never do anything with it because I had that fear of lack that I would never have that again. And so I think with this, these guys had that prosperity mindset, like I'm going to get this money and I'm going to increase it so I can continue to get it and then give it out and then get it and give it out. So here's the next line. So then it says, the one who was entrusted with 2,000 gold coins traded with the sum and likewise doubled his investment. But the one who had been entrusted with 1,000 gold coins dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. So this guy was like, nah, bro, I'm not about to invest the thousand that I got. Like, whoa, I finally got this thousand dollars. I'm not going to invest it because what if? I risk it and it doesn't come back. Or what if I feel like, and I'm adding my own commentary to it, but he was probably like, what if this? And what if that? Like he had that mindset where over, he overthought everything. And he's like, nah, I ain't going to do that. I'm just going to bury it in the ground where I know it's safe and sound and nobody's going to touch that money. So after much time had passed, the master returned to settle accounts with his servants. The one who was entrusted with five, 5,000 gold coins came and brought 10,000 saying, see, I have doubled your money. Commending his servant, the master replied, you have done well and proven yourself to be my loyal and trustworthy servant because you have been a faithful steward to manage a small sum. Now I will put you in charge of much, much more. You will experience the delight of your master who will say to you, enter into the joy of your Lord. Then the one who had been entrusted with the 2000 gold coins came in and said, see my master, I have doubled what you have entrusted to me. Commending his servant, the master replied, you have done well and proven yourself to be my loyal and trustworthy servant. Because you were faithful to manage a small sum, now I'll put you in charge of much, much more. You will experience the, the delight of your master who will say to you, enter into the joy of the Lord. Then the one who had been entrusted with, Anyways, let me, before I get into the last guy. So the first two dudes came back. The master was like, yes, that was what I was waiting for you to do. And you increased it. So now because you did great with the little, that means when I give you much, much more, you're trusted. I know that you're loyal. I know that you're faithful. I know that you're going to do the right thing with that money. You're going to make the right decisions. And like I said, this isn't only for money, but I also wanted to, it's also for the giftings and talents and the things that God has placed in front of us now. Are we trusted with what's in front of us? Are we trusted with that we're going to make the right decisions, that we're going to be, that we're going to have integrity with it, that we're going to be able to be honest with what's in front of us, the truth, no matter what. And that's what this is is speaking about. And so the last part says, then the one who had been entrusted with 1000 gold coins came to his master and said, look, sir, I know that you are a hard man to please. And you're a shrewd and ruthless businessman who grows rich on the backs of others. When I heard this, there's so many people that talk like that nowadays. Like 
that they feel like they're owed something. And because they're owed to something, they hoard or they they keep, they grab onto something because they're like, this mine, you're rich anyways. You got the money anyways. You got the job anyways. So I get to be entitled and hold on to the specific thing because you got it anyways. And I hear that so many times. And even in my culture, I hear people say, well, the white man owe me this and they owe me that. And like, yeah, I'm going to go there because those are things that is for real that we talk about in this day and age in our culture today is like, I'm owed this or I should have this and I'm entitled to have that. And when you have that mentality, you're not going to get more. You're not going to have an increase in your life because you're basically quenching and showing God like, you're not faithful for what I'm giving you now. So you're not going to be faithful with a little. If you feel like you're owed something, when our whole heart is to give, 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 then you're just going to stay there stuck in the same place. And so the guy was like, I was afraid of you. So I went and hid your money and buried it in the ground. But here it is. Take it. It's yours. But his master said to him, you are an untrustworthy and lazy servant. If you knew I was a shrewd and ruthless businessman who always makes a profit, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? Right? That's the least he could have done. (laughs) Then I would have received it all back with interest when I returned. But because you were unfaithful, I will take the 1,000 gold coins and give it to the one who has 10,000. For the one who has will be given more until he overflows with abundance. And the one who hardly anything, even what little he has, will be taken from him. Then the master said to his other servants, now throw that good for nothing servant far away from me into the outer darkness where there will be great misery and anguish. And you're like, dang, yo, he was really harsh. But that's how much it means for us to be a good steward of what's in front of us. And so many of us have talents and gifts that we keep to ourselves that's meant to help others be free. That's meant to glorify God throughout our journey in life. And we do nothing with it because honestly, because a lot of us are selfish and we're like, if I don't sound good, if it's not this way, if what if I do this and I get rejected because of the things that we go through in life, we stifle the gift and the the calling and stuff that we have on our life. And then we end up being stingy with what God is wanting us to disperse out. And so in that, we're not faithful for with what's in front of us. And with this whole thing, God is saying, it's time to, to use what I'm giving you. It's time to use the giftings and the talents that I've given you because I need you to be faithful with little so I can give you more. He wants to bless us as his children. And so when we can get that understanding that even if we do have a little bit right now, and you may be that person that complains about it, like, oh, if I only had that much like so-and-so, oh, if I was only able to have that amount of money like so-and-so or that building or that car or that blob, my life would be better. But in all honesty, it will not be better because it's a heart issue. It all comes down to a heart issue and how you see what's in front of you and what God's given you because you can come to the place of being faithful with the little, having joy where you're at now, being content. That all ties into each other the contentment and being joyful for where you're at and having a grateful heart. And all those things. And when you come to that place and you realize, man, no matter what I have, no matter where I am in my life, I'm not going to try to keep up with the Jones. I'm just going to stay and be faithful for what God has given me. You'll see an increase in promotion come your way with finances, with your gifts and talents. If you're using it 
to worship the one that give that gave you the talent anyways? Who are you trying to please with those things? Are you trying to please man or the one that created you for with that and gave you that talent or in that gifting? And so that's just something to really think about and dwell on as we step, as we're into another fresh, clean slate, a new year, 2023. And if we can change our heart posture to being vertical and not to um, looking to, to those around us and comparing and being uncontent and ungrateful, but really being grateful for where we're at and being faithful with the little that he's put in front of us being a good steward, then we'll see that throughout the year, God's like, okay, I, you have proven, like this guy said, the master, he's like, you have proven to me that you can be trusted. You have proven to me that you're loyal and that you're faithful. So now I'm glad I'll gladly give you more because I know that you're going to do the right thing with it. You're going to be able to bless others, help others get free, help the further the kingdom and when you do that, you're not going to be stingy and just hold it. Because what's the point of of having more if you're just going to be stingy and hold on to it and not disperse it out and help others or use your voice to be able to break off chains or be able to sing and help people get free in an area that they didn't think they could ever get free in or being able to manage something that someone needs to help in to get something running off the ground or even in your own home life as a mom or, in a, or a dad or a parent. Being faithful with the household that you have and pouring into your kids day after day before you even try to step out and do ministry in another area, taking care of your household and being a good steward and a manager in that. Because if you can't take care of your household, but you're trying to take care of other people outside of the house, but your house is falling apart or your own self, your own being is falling apart or your kids and your wife and everyone hates you, kids and husband, wife, whatever hates you then what is the point of having more? Because in the end, when we all die and we meet our savior face to face, all those things that we try to live for our name, all those things will not matter, but it's going to matter what we operated in, our heart, what it was set on and, and all those different things. And so it's just something to think about and evaluate as we, as we continue out the year of 2023. And so that's the question to ask yourself. Are you being a good steward with the little? Are you being a good steward with what's in front of you? And if you are, you'll see that God will increase in your life. And if you're not, like, just be real with yourself and say, man, I'm not. I know for me, I went through a, se a season where I just sat there and complained about everything. I'm like, I don't like this in my house. And I don't like that in my house. And I wish the house was this and that. And I'm like, why can't we just go get another one? Like, I was such a brat. Like, it was like ugly. But over time, God is like, no, I want you to be faithful with this. If you're not faithful with this, you're not going to be faithful with the next because you're going to find little things with that as well. You can always nitpick something. And I think that's why it talks about in the Proverbs, a nagging, nitpicking, complaining wife is worse than living in a shack. It's better to live in a tiny old shed in the back than to be in a big, huge house with a nagging, nitpicking wife. And I was that nitpicking wife where I'm like, oh my goodness, you could do this. Oh my goodness, you could do that. Oh my gosh, that's not good enough. This, this, that, that, that. And it was so, and, and one day God's like, yo, you got to snap out of this because you're driving your husband crazy. You sound, I sounded so ungrateful and ugly. I know I did. And I look back and I'm like, man, I just wasn't content my heart just wasn't staying faithful where I was. I was so used to being on the go. And um, one of our 
spiritual fathers even called us a spiritual gypsy because we were always on the go, always traveling here and there. We never stayed and put roots in one spot. And because of that, my outlook on life was always like, okay, I'll like something for a little bit. I'll pursue something. I'll receive the thing that I was pursuing. And then I'm already on to the next thing. I'm like, oh, that was fun for a little bit. Now I'm going to drop the toy and keep going. So it was like that you know how toddlers can be. They pick up a toy, that new toy, that new shiny toy. They love it. Then they're already done with it and bored and they drop it and they move on to the next thing. And that's how I was. And until I was able to actually put roots down, commit to being grounded and commit to the people and the the environment around me without being that person that was like gone with the wind, like, oh, here's the next thing. I'm going to go do that. I finally put roots down, committed, became faithful, faced all the things that I was running from. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, I am, you know what? I do like the the things in my house, like these little things, it makes it have character and, you know, stuff like that. And I would have never talked like that before. You know what? The little small town that I am in, I'm so grateful that I'm here because my kids don't have to grow up where there's a lot of crime or where I have to be worried about them getting hit by a car, you know, like things like that. I'm just giving you an example. You know what? I don't have a lot of distractions in my small little town, so I don't have to worry about not being focused and just trying to find blessings and not complaining and just being faithful for where he's placed me in my life now, because even in this, even in this time, I can be grateful that I'm even alive because there's people passing away younger and younger each year from random things. And, or I'm grateful that I'm able to go work out. I started to think that way too. I'm like, I don't feel like it, but I'm grateful that I can, that I actually have my legs or I have my limbs to be able to work out and to be able to go do things. And if I have to walk somewhere, I'm I'm grateful that I'm able to be able to get outside and walk because some people have it worse than others. And where I'm at now, I can't even complain. I have everything that I need. I may not have everything that I want, but I have everything that I need. And in that, I my perspective changed and I don't have that pressure of having to do something else or having to have something that's not mine or having to have new and run away and you know all the things that come with that. And so I just wanna encourage you in this area to really hunker down in. I already sound like a West Virginian. I would have never used that word before. Like, (laughs) I just want to laugh at myself. But anyways, to put roots down wherever you may be, look at your surroundings and find what you can be thankful for and how you could be a good steward with what God has put in front of you with your environment, but also with the gifts and talents that he's given you. So if you are holding back. Maybe you're creative. Maybe you um, dropped a dream or something because of a hurt that somebody threw your way. Maybe you weren't as good or you didn't make something. Like there was a time where I tried out for a competition and I knew that I knew that I was going to make it to the nationals, the, the next level, the national level. And so I just had to try out for this one specific part. It was a song in Spanish and I usually sing in English, but I'm like, I practice and practice and practice. And when I got to the competition, I blanked out literally like one sentence of the song. And one of the guys that was, that was the judges, he was actually one of the guys that was helping me train in this song. So I'm like, had this mindset like, oh, it's all right. Even though I messed up and I beat myself up, he's going to be able to pull strings. And, you know, it was that entitlement thing he's going to pull strings. I'm going to be able to get through anyways, because he knows me and he knows that I have an amazing voice. And 
that was wrong. When I found out that I didn't make it, I literally was ready to give it all up. Literally, I gave up singing for a few years and I was like, I'm done with this. I knew I wasn't good enough. I'm done with you, God. Like, how could you allow this to happen? Literally, one little small thing like that threw me off course. And I dropped that talent for a little while. And I went and like, it was in a, in a stage where I was just being rebellious, but I dropped the singing. I went and smoked. I'm like, I don't even care if I mess up my voice because... I didn't make it. So I'm not good. And if I'm not good, then what's the point of using it? And I wasn't even thinking of the whole purpose of using that gift to glorify God. I was trying to glorify myself and gratify myself through that, that gifting. And so I dropped it for a while and went through a journey where when I wanted to pick it back up again, I had some vocal damage and I was like, Oh no, I'm like, how can this happen? Now I want to do it. God, how could you like, I just kept blaming God for something that was something that I put on myself in that area. Like I'm the one that dropped the talent and the thing that he gave me because of my own selfish ambition. And long story short, my voice is restored and I'm able to sing. And now when he's telling me to do something, when I when he's asking me to do something that is out of my comfort zone, I am quick to be obedient no matter how I feel because there's warfare that comes my way where it's like, if you do that, you're going to look like this. If you do that, what if this person thinks that? If you do this, what if this person is going to say that you're trying to be this way? And I have to cut through the warfare and cut through the things and be obedient to what God is telling me to do with the gift that he's given me because he's the one that gave it to me. And so it's my job to glorify him by being obedient, walking in it and doing what he's wanted me to do with it because it's his anyways. And he gave it to me to be able to glorify him on the earth. And so I want to I wanted to encourage you with that story that if you dropped a a dream, a gift, a talent that God has given you because of something that didn't work out or because of something that someone said. Like I even know someone in my life that stopped singing because someone told them that they couldn't sing. And before then they were traveling and singing in different places, but they dropped that very talent, that God-given talent because of what someone else said. And they weren't being a good steward with it because they allowed the words and the people pleasing and the things from others to stop what God was wanting them to do with that talent. And I see that time after time as I get older, I even said to my husband one time, I'm like, so in this specific area, do you just stop? Because I noticed as you get older, people don't really do that anymore because, and he's like, that's because they let it go because People may have told them they're too old and blah, 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 blah. And so whatever age you may be in, if you're older, if you're younger, you're never too young, you're never too old to pick right back up where God is wanting you to to utilize your gifting and your talents and whatever is in front of you. You're never too old. You can always pick it right back up, repent, tell God you're sorry, say that and then move on and really mean it and walk in all that he's wanting you to do in this life. And so I'm excited for all that's to come in this as we shed light and talk about this more in the future about being faithful with the little so that we can be trusted with the more. And so, Father, right now, I just pray for each and every woman that's on here that's listening. I just pray that you would help them to realize that they're never too old and never too young to pick up the dream and the gift and the talents that you've given them. It's never too old to pick it up off the shelf, dust it off, and for them to be faithful and show that they want to glorify you in every way through the giftings and the calling that you put on their life. Because you say that many are called, but few are chosen because only few are willing to answer the call. So I just pray that this would shed light on that, that, hey, 
I dropped the ball in this area. I wasn't faithful with what was given to me, but I want to be faithful now. And I want to show you that. And I just pray that you would just give them clarity during this time to be able to not listen to what others say, not listen to the lies of the enemy, not listen to the the thoughts that come in their mind, but that they'd be able to cast it down and focus on being obedient in every way. When you ask them to do something, they're quick to say yes. When you when you um, ask them to be faithful and to endure it a little while longer, they will say yes. And I just pray that each and every person will come to that place and say, God, you have my yes. And anything you want me to do, I will do. And I just pray that this will be a year of increase. This will be a year of the more as we step out in all that you're calling us to do. And I thank you for every person. I pray for peace and blessings for the rest of the week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Remember to speak life over all the things in your life and not death. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm.